We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? I'm BJ Kissel, and this is another episode of 10 Things presented by our friends at KC Strength and Conditioning. If you've got somebody you know, ages 8 to 18, that play baseball or softball in the Kansas City area, you might consider KC Strength and Conditioning as a place to improve their performance. I've known John Renzi, the owner over there, for more than 20 years. We played baseball together growing up, and he's always been the guy when it comes to fitness and what a body needs to maximize its performance that I would go to to get information or whatever it was. John has been that guy, again, for more than two decades. Call John Renzi over at 913-638-8960 to get more information and maybe even drop by their new facility up near Mill Valley. Again, that's KC Strength and Conditioning. All right, Chiefs Kingdom. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm still not quite over uh, the game from last night. It was a roller coaster of emotions in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs did pick up that victory. They moved to 4-1 and one on the season, and now they can set their sights on a huge showdown against the Buffalo Bills coming up this Sunday, one of the marquee games in the NFL schedule when that was released back in May. Uh, but before we get to the Buffalo Bills game, we're going to go through 10 things that really stood out. Uh, and records that were broken, superlatives, things like that. If you've listened to this show, you know what it's about. Trying to get to the meat, trying to get you guys some nuggets uh, about what took place in that game. A lot of this came from either social media, and I'll let you know where I got that, or from Chiefs Communications and their game notes after the game. There's always some really good stuff in there. And when you've got guys like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey's <laughs> got a big one uh, in this in this episode, um, then you know you're you're gonna have your work cut out for you if you're in charge of coming up with all the records and keeping pace with everything that they've been doing on the field. So let's start with number one, and this is per Opta Stats on Twitter. On Monday night, the Raiders had a 150-yard rusher in Josh Jacobs. They had a 100-yard receiver in Devontae Adams. They had no turnovers. They had no more than two punts. And again, according to Opta Stats, they're the first team in NFL history to do all four of those things, but still lose again, 150 yard rusher, hundred yard receiver. They did not turn the ball over despite Chris Jones uh, sack 
strip fumble recovery that was called a roughing the passer call that um, you've probably heard nothing but that uh, discussion about that over the last 24 hours and will continue for the next several days as everybody around the NFL is going to chime in their opinions. Even people that weren't playing in that game that play in the NFL were sharing their opinions from Josh Allen earlier today on Kyle Brandt's basement to Micah Parsons tweeting about it uh, to former NFL head coach Sean Payton tweeting about it. I mean, there were a lot of people uh, that kind of seemed to have the similar um, idea about what roughing the passer should look like and what it shouldn't look like. But again, Chiefs first team in NFL history, I guess, to beat a team uh, that had a 150 yard rusher, a hundred yard receiver, no turnovers and no more than two punts. Now moving on to number two, and this is the first of three in a row that are going to be dedicated to Travis Kelsey. Again, this is courtesy of the Chiefs communications department, but Travis Kelsey caught a team high seven passes for just 25 yards with four touchdowns in Monday night's game. It marks Kelsey's first career regular season four touchdown game. The performance against the Raiders ties the franchise record for the most receiving touchdowns in a game, joining running back Jamal Charles, who did that at Oakland. I think a lot of us remember that game. That was on December 15th, 2013. And then um, I don't remember this one because it was a little before my time, but wide receiver Frank Jackson at San Diego on December 13th, 1964. And those are the only three players in franchise history with four scoring receptions in a single game. It marks Kelsey's ninth career multi-touchdown game and the first game with more than two receiving touchdowns. All right, moving on to number three, also Travis Kelsey. He becomes the fourth tight end in NFL history with at least four receiving touchdowns in one game, tying the second most grabs in a single game in NFL history. Or only former Chargers tight end Kellen Winslow Sr. owns more with five. Kelsey becomes the first player to record four receiving touchdowns in a single game since wide receiver Marvin Jones Jr. had four scoring grabs as a member of the Detroit Lions back on October 20th. 2019 I did see a nugget also that Kelsey uh, had the fewest receiving yards for any player that had four touchdowns and the Marvin Jones was in second place and Marvin Jones had 92 yards to go along with his four touchdowns where Kelsey again kind of laughably at this point one of the most memorable games of his career and he finished with seven catches for 25 yards but again four of those coming inside the end zone and I believe according to next gen stats three of those came on the exact same route um, with that over route inside the end zone in the red zone so big time performance and Kelsey and number four also Travis Kelsey as he continues his hot streak of consecutive games with a reception with his catch in the first quarter of Monday night's game against the Las Vegas Raiders Kelsey now extends his streak to 131 consecutive games with at least one catch now that reception tied him with Pro Football Hall of Fame tight end Tony Gonzalez for the most consecutive games with a pass reception in franchise history and among active players the reception keeps him in second place behind Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, who is still serving his suspension. All right, moving on to number five. And this is per Next Gen Stats. This is a fun one. Uh, also, Travis Kelsey. Uh, but he traveled 52.7 yards from snap to score on his eight-yard touchdown uh, from Patrick Mahomes. And that was the most distance traveled on a touchdown play under 10 yards since Mitchell Trubisky in week seven of 2018, and he traveled 71.9 yards. I'm going to have to go back and watch that highlight. But again, Travis Kelsey went 52.7 yards on his eight touchdown 
on his eight yard touchdown reception from Mahomes. If you remember that one, it's where he came back across uh, the middle of the field, broke a few tackles and then dive dove into the end zone. Uh, huge play and huge performance, obviously from Travis Kelsey and moving along uh, this one, you're going to mix reviews on this one. Uh, but Matthew Wright, the kicker set a chiefs franchise record for longest field goal by na- nailing a 59 yard field goal at the end of the second quarter in Monday night's game. And that passed the 58 yard field goals that had previously previously held the top mark in franchise history two by Nick Lowry and one by Harrison Butker. And that field goal was a career long for right and marked his fifth career 50 plus yard field goal made. He had not attempted a 50 plus yard field goal since November 14th of last season when he went one of two from 50 plus yards as a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people are going to remember uh, the performance because of the two missed kicks um, that would have kind of changed things towards the end. But uh, you got to give credit where it's due. The fact that he hit that 59 yarder at the time that it happened, I believe it made it 20 to 10 uh, going into halftime when the Chiefs got the ball to start the second half. And things started to click for the Chiefs offense in the second half. Um, but big time performance, or I guess I should say big time kick in that one situation from Matthew Wright. You hate to see him missing the other two. Hopefully, um, I think it's obvious at this point, but hopefully Harrison Butker uh, is uh, making progress with that ankle because when you go up against the Buffalo Bills, you can't leave points uh, on the board. Uh, They're going to need all the help they can get. And the fact that you look at the DraftKings line, the Chiefs are actually underdogs. Uh, They are getting three points against the Buffalo Bills at home. And so if you follow betting and know know, uh, the fact that normally home teams get three points, the fact that they're underdogs by three means Vegas thinks that the Bills are six points better than the chiefs uh which is really something to say they've played better overall than the chiefs have but it's still interesting and will probably be a storyline as we get closer to the game it'll be interesting to see if that line changes to see where people are putting their money but um buffalo has absolutely looked dominant in several of their performances outside of that one you know loss to the miami dolphins hey sorry to interrupt today's podcast but i have to tell you about a couple of our sponsors first one being Liquid Death. You've heard us talk about this company all the time here on Kansas City Sports Network. Here at KCSN, we love Liquid Death. And it, it, when I'm looking through the bottled water section of my local store and I say, oh, what are those strange tall boys up there? I know it's Liquid Death. And you might look at it and be like, wait, what is that up there? Kind of rad looking cans. It's Liquid Death. And it's spring water from the Alps. It's not beer. And it is called Liquid Death. Death, yeah, that name jumps off the can, the the can design, everything. I would show you a can, but I don't have one because I've drank all of them. I've drank everything that they've given me at Liquid Death because it's so delicious because it absolutely murders your thirst. That's why it's called Liquid Death. It murders your thirst. And not only does it murder your thirst, but it brings death to plastic bottles. I hate plastic pollution. You hate plastic pollution. They're infinitely recyclable tall boy aluminum cans Help bring death to that as well, that pollution. And they donate 10% of their profits to uh, help kill plastic pollution. Another good thing about the folks over at Liquid Death. And let me tell you, they've got, uh, I believe, four different flavors that you can get. Uh, No, five, if you talk about their uh, flavored sparkling waters. They've got a berry. They've got a mango. They've got a lime. All of them are very good. As a guy who drinks sparkling water myself, love the Liquid Death versions of them. Make sure you go check those out. They have just a still spark, a still water, which is the water from the Alps. Kind of weird to be drinking out of a can, but it feels good to be drinking out of a can because you're doing you're doing good for the environment. And they also have just a regular sparkling water if you want to add it to your 
add it to your uh, mixed drinks maybe. Have it be a little bit of a, of a beverage mixer you could have there with your liquid death. But they've got all kinds of things, and you can go find it at your local Woodman's, 7-Eleven Roundies, or Hy-Vee. Or, here's what you can do. You can go and find a Liquid Death retailer near you using uh, code KCSN. That's liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. Go to that website. Find a Liquid Death retailer near you. That's liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. Speaking of the field goals and, you know, the Chiefs getting bailed out on one because of the missed field goal, uh, they got called back by Matthew Wright and gave him that first down. But according to the Associated Press, the last time any team in the NFL got flagged for defensive holding on a field goal came back in 2015. It was the tweet from James Palmer of NFL Network, friend of KC Sports Network, but he had gotten it from the Associated Press. Um, but what's interesting about that defensive holding call that came back in 2015, it was also the Raiders and the referee was the same referee from Monday night, Carl Sheffers, a name that uh, Chiefs fans are going to become very familiar with as everybody is talking on, much like um, you know the forward progress call um, from back in the day that still I still think is the worst call uh, in Chiefs franchise history with Derek Johnson spearing uh, Marcus Mariota in the playoff game against the Titans that was called uh, not a fumble or a sack and that it was um, forward progress was called. So uh, that one was a tough one. But let's move on to number seven. And that is Patrick Mahomes finished the game on Monday night with 29 completions on 43 passes for 292 yards with four touchdowns and no interceptions. That's good for a 117.6 passer rating. It marks, it marks Mahomes' 15th career game with four or more touch, touchdown passes. Remember, he's 27 years old. Uh, he owns a 13-2 and record in games with four or more touchdown throws. And 10 of those contests with four or more touchdown passes, including Monday night's game, Mahomes did not throw an interception. Right now, Mahomes has 15 touchdowns to just two interceptions on the season. And that marked Mahomes' 39th career regular season game with a 100 or better passer rating, extending his franchise lead already. He now owns 166 career touchdown passes, while his 15 touchdowns thrown so far this season leads all quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think uh, everybody at this point, if you follow on social media knows that the 166 career touchdown passes put him past Troy Aikman, uh, who was calling the game last night uh, for ESPN with Joe Buck. But um, interesting. They did not bring that stat up during the broadcast, but uh, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes continues to just move on up the record books in every way that you look at it. And again, um, said it a couple times already, but shout out to the, uh, Chiefs communication staff for staying up to date and on top of all of these records and all of these stats because it's a lot and it cannot be easy to continuously stay um, <laughs> like I said up to date on how many different things the Chiefs have going on and to correct myself from earlier uh, Matthew Wright did finish the game one of two on field goal attempts uh, with the one that he did miss getting called back because of the holding call that we just mentioned that the Associated Press had said uh, that a defensive holding call on a field goal had not happened since 2015. Again, also Carl Treffers uh, moving on to number eight uh, wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantling uh, had a lot to celebrate on Monday night, along with turning 28 years old uh, Valdez Scantling recorded six receptions on eight targets for 90 yards, his six receptions for 90 yards, both marked single game best for uh, MVS since joining the chiefs earlier this off season. Now, I think if you followed any of our content this week, there was, you know, prognostications that it would be um, 
it was setting up for a good game for at least one of the Chiefs wide receivers based on um, going up against the Raiders and then not necessarily defensively having the defensive backfields uh, or the ability to shut down passing games like the teams that the Chiefs had already played. Uh, and so it was nice to see MVS make some big time plays. And not only was the six receptions on 90 yards look good in the box score, uh, those came in some really big situations, uh, especially in the second half. The Chiefs offensive line did a much better job of giving Patrick Mahomes time, uh, kind of containing Chandler Jones and Max Crosby a little bit. A lot of that had to do with Travis Kelsey uh, and what he was able to do. They were actually having to move Max Crosby out to try and chip or slow down. Uh, Travis Kelsey in some kind of way before he went into his route, which obviously was going to slow down Max Crosby getting into his pass rush move. So um, it all works together, but shout out to the chiefs offensive line for um, giving Matt Patrick Mahomes time and for MVS and, and Juju Smith Schuster. And we saw Sky Moore make some plays at the end of the first or at the end of the game uh, to kind of close things out. Yeah. Kind of felt like the closer in that point. If you're watching our post game show with Kent Swanson, Craig Stout, and Maddie Lane, they were talking about that afterwards. But uh, moving on to number nine, uh, rookie George Karloftis, who you know hadn't recorded a sack before uh, Monday night's game, but you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that said they hadn't been impressed with what the rookie had done uh, through the first three games of his career. But he got the first sack of his career in the first quarter of Monday night's game against the Raiders, uh, teaming up with Frank Clark to take down Derek Carr for a loss of seven yards. Uh, Karloftis recorded one tackle and one quarterback pressure in addition to the half sack that he picked up in that game. And that brought his tackle total uh, to 10 on the season for, again, the Chiefs rookie first-round draft pick, edge rusher George Karloftis. Um, and number 10, linebacker Darius Harris recorded his first career sack, dropping Derek Carr for an 11-yard loss. In addition to that sack, Harris led the Chiefs with 10 tackles, eight of which were solo, uh, including one tackle for loss and one quarterback pressure to help the defense. Uh, we didn't talk about Nick Bolton, but you can't talk about that game and, and not some of the big defensive plays that we saw from Nick Bolton. Seems like everybody at some point made a play here or there, even though it wasn't uh, the best game for the Chiefs, but especially uh, some of the game, some of the big pass plays to uh, Devontae Adams, some of the pass interference calls early in the game, uh, depending upon how you feel about those. I know lots can be made about what the refs did and how it all played out, but um, not a great start for the Chiefs. They got down 17 to nothing in this game, but it became the biggest comeback in Patrick Mahomes' young career in a regular season game. He'd overcome a 17-point deficit against the Texans uh, in that playoff, in that divisional playoff game um, a couple years ago on route to the Super Bowl. But, um, you know, a lot's been made of, I think Patrick Mahomes is now 12-9 and nine in games in which he trailed by 10 points at some point. He has a winning record when trailing uh, by 10 points, which no other quarterback in currently in the NFL had even close to a 500 record, uh, let alone a, an above 500 record uh, when facing those kinds of things. So uh, shout out to the chiefs, obviously moving to four and one on the season and uh, standing atop the AFC West through the first quarter, a little bit more than a quarter of the season. Now that we've got 17 regular season games, but a big one coming up on Sunday, we'll have plenty more content at KC sports network for you, whether it's the KC laboratory, Craig, Maddie and Kent, and those guys will be getting, uh, their show going tonight, um, Tuesday night. Uh, make sure to check that out. And then don't forget to check out the breakdown with Matt Castle and Matt Hamilton, breaking down what they saw from the Chiefs offense and what that means looking forward against the Bills. We'll have Derek Johnson, uh, all-time leading tackler for the Chiefs. We'll be back on 
on this week with Craig Stout and Mike DeVito to break down what they saw from the Chiefs defense as well. And then, uh, yeah, plenty more content as we get ready for that huge showdown against the Buffalo Bills. Again, we appreciate everybody for listening or watching on YouTube and supporting what we're doing here at KC Sports Network. We are just over 17 months old, and we have surpassed 2 million podcast downloads and 2 million views on YouTube. And none of that is possible without your support. So we'll keep continuing to try and create great content if you keep consuming it. Please let us know what you think about everything that we have going on. Please hit that like and subscribe button or follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate your support, and we'll see you all next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.